0: Welcome to
1: Turning Purple, where we take an in depth look at life as an independent artist. The good, the bad, and the key, key, carry of it all. Hi, how are back? you? We're back. This is number, what number is this? This is numero cinco. This is number five. That's right. So we managed to do this five whole times. Four whole times now and we're on our fifth. You can count. <laughs> I think that I think yes, I can. Thank you very much. I think that's pretty impressive. Are you impressed? Did you think with that us? we were gonna stop doing it after I wasn't a couple sure. episodes? I
0: mean, I don't know. You never know with this point. Oh my kind god. That would, that would be like Oh, we're gonna do this podcast. Ah, screw it. Nobody cares, right? Well, <laughs> actually people do care. It's true.
1: And I think we should thank everybody. For caring, I once I think again we should
0: thank you for listening and following us on Twitter and telling us all the great feedback you've given us. We yeah. really appreciate it. we appreciate
1: it, we appreciate you, and we hope that this is entertaining and informative <laughs> <laughs> We do <laughs> correct. That's what I hope. Is that what you hope uh
0: it's more, it's more for myself than anyone else, but I hope someone else can get something out of it too. Um, you know, I just like to talk.
1: You do sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes I don't. Sometimes you like to talk. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes, sometimes I run. S- sometimes, sometimes I hide. I hide. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm scared of you. of you. All of those things are true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, how is your How are you feeling with this quarantine? Oh, girl, Josephina Quarantinta, how are you?
0: Josephina Quarantinta is she's she's making it. She's she's. I'm still here. I'm still here. Um, I I I'd be lying if I said that it was my favorite thing I've ever done. But <laughs> I don't think most people are saying that. I saw a thing the other day that said if you're if you're thriving the most, or if you're if you're being the most productive <laughs> than you that you ever have in your life during this quarantine, then congratulations. You're a sociopath.
1: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I like that. I you're think that's right? true. Because I mean, I, I've been struggling, sweetie. I was I was having struggling. like well, I entered the
0: quarantine on a kind of a manic high and I was yes, very anxious. I'm very aware. And um <laughs> and I was very anxious uh-huh. and very high energy, and I was getting a lot of things done. And now I think I'm kind of mellowing out a little bit. I've been able to sleep a little bit more than four hours a night, so that's been nice. Well, yeah, that's always good. And, um, But, you know, I'm still, you know, mania and depression, cycling mania and depression are something you just have to kind of roll through and roll with the
1: punches. Well, honey, that's going to be what we're going to be discussing today is... Cray-cray? Cray-cray. When
0: you when you feel a little cray-cray?
1: When you feel a little cray-cray. Cray-cray in, in the hey-hey? So yeah, cray-cray in, in the, the hey-hey. Not actually... cray-hey and the hey-hey. Oh, cray-cray but, in the hey-hey. But no,
0: but what is, wasn't the, it the in the hey-hey? The
1: name of our, we had an imaginary oh, it once was upon a long time ago. Hey-hay. Adam Joseph and I, for those of you that don't know, had an imaginary sitcom called Cray-cray and the hey-hey yeah. that Johnny McGovern made up about us because we were <laughs> turning it so hard together Like on a nightly basis True Just like terrorizing the town really Just Getting really fucked l- having up a and Having re- a really, really good time Really good time So much so, fun the, So they, he, the sitcom was entitled "Cry Cray And the Hey Hey <laughs> And I was Hey Hey yeah, And Erica I was, Cray was Cray Cray, Cray. <laughs> But today we're going to be talking about Cray Cray In the Hey Hey But before we jump in I also want to note Ooh. that we are attempting for the first time to visually record our, ourselves.
0: I got a little to bit. To visually yeah, record ourselves. I got a little bit flustered earlier because. She got a little bit flustered. Well, I'm the one that had to
1: <laughs> set
0: up the equipment. There was and a then
1: miscommunication. It. I had, listeners, I <laughs> had intended for us to film this, like as a usual thing. I thought this was just going to be like what we did from now on because I've been getting in drag to do our little promos, Mm -hmm. you know? So I figured why not just tape the whole thing if I'm already going to be in drag from the promo.
0: She just wants to show off how beautiful she is.
1: How beautiful she is. Well, I didn't, I, yes, I'm I'm enthusiastic (laughs) about it. I do. I do. I'm enthusiastic about this part of the process. Not enthusiastic enough to put on, a bottom half of my outfit, though. Right, she said. I only <laughs> want to show you
0: fifty percent of my beauty. Okay, only fifty percent. Fifty percent. I own fifty-one percent of this beauty, <laughs> and I'm not giving the rest away for free. Very you true. You like that one? I do. That was good. That was a good one. <laughs> that was, a good that was one. very gay. I Thank like you.
1: It a lot. Thank so you. we're trying something new. Yeah. And uh, I guess
2: we
0: could I tape think, it every week. We're I trying it we're, on thank you, Zoom, because
1: we're trying it on Zoom because we wanted to be because we thought it would be interesting for us to be like across from one another.
0: We are in the same room. Just we in are case you're in the you
1: same are wondering. room. I'll I'll Oh, oh my god, we're in we're the same room. I
0: feel so close, close to, to you, you right now. Okay, and I'm back. And
1: I'm back. So But we yeah. just
0: we realized that we didn't have a television studio in our apartment. Yeah. Just a few moments ago, <laughs> and we were so going we, to do it in the in the great room. Yeah, but, but just, we have very we have loud, loud neighbors. They're very and loud. Their children are home from school playing ba- basketball, and they're having cookouts and lots of loud music and babies crying. So, yeah, so we, we needed to we come back to my it. bedroom. Don't you guys like my bed? In
1: here. I'm trying to figure out whether what it's going to look like if I look at you if I should look at the camera or not. No, we talked about this. Yeah, not but...
0: looking at the camera.
1: <laughs> are, is it going to look like are like like looking so at It's like drag You don't look other? at the camera.
0: When you do look at the camera,
1: it's going to But does weird. it look like you're... Pull that... Drag that screen over because I feel like it looks like you're looking away from me. Yep. Yeah. It does. Oh, now, see, see? I'm looking away from you. That's we what I'm saying. We went through this the other day. It how looks it, like you're looking away from it, me. But
0: if, you, if we were looking at each other... If
1: we're looking at the camera... Then it looks like we're looking at each other.
0: See, but so so we're not going to look at each other. Actually, I mean, I can look at you in the in the. It's so funny. I'm you're literally right next to me, but I'm looking at you through the computer instead.
1: Uh huh. If you angle your vision a little bit t- more towards your left, then it will look like you're looking at. Now me. I'm really not looking at you. Yeah, but, but now it looks like you're looking for at the
0: me. viewers at home.
1: <laughs> maybe that
0: makes them feel a little bit more comfortable.
1: I think. it Yeah. All right. I think that that looks good. I
0: didn't want to look
1: at you anyway. (laughs) Well, I can see you. I can see you a little bit in your computer. So I can see you. Well, you can also see see me
0: in your phone.
1: Yeah. If you're getting
0: into your phone. Okay. Okay. So now that we've got all that, we've figured that out. (laughs) We've
1: figured it out. We've got that all out of the way. what are we? We're talking cray about cray cray, in the hay yeah, cray cray. Let's in the talk hay hay hay. about mental illness. Let's talk about mental illness because let's talk about mental illness, illness baby. baby. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about mental illness, illness and both of us. Okay, let's talk about you, you and me and because me. we both struggle with mental illness. Yes, we do. Um, and I think it's. I hate that it's. I mean, who still doesn't? so That's Screw my question. Who doesn't? I feel like everyone struggle with struggles mental with illness. mental illness. I feel like most people do. I don't
0: know about you Erica, but my life is perfect and I never have any problems. <laughs> Can um, you imagine?
1: I can't imagine. Um life
0: is just so easy. Sometimes it's too easy.
1: Could you imagine ever feeling like that? Right? Like, I don't I couldn't. Know. I don't I don't. Well, I hope I people think, don't feel like that. I don't think they they I do. Mean,
0: but I don't if you mad.
1: don't if you don't know, we've just told you. We both Struggle with mental illness. You so, got I think problems. that the first place, the, a good place, a thoughtful place to start this discussion would be like, what's your diagnosis? Do you have a diagnosis? Well, and what is it? Okay, you, you go first. I'll go first. I am clinically depressed. I have a clinical depression diagnosis. I'm not currently medicated. I also think it would be good to say, neither of us, like, as a, uh, like, I don't know, like a parental warning. Neither of us are currently. Both of us are struggling with mental illness. Neither of us are currently medicated. I don't think either of us are advocating. I think it's a very personal choice. I don't think we're advocating necessarily. We're not advocating we going, anything. We're we not, advocating not psychologists. Anything. We are not psychologists. We are talking about our own experiences. I don't want anybody like. Don't go out and stop taking your medication. If you got, Erica med- if, Tor you, if you told if me you was prescribed. Something that to make you not consult your physician. Consult your physician. <laughs> I'm not advocating this lifestyle. This is just what works with for us. Yeah, currently, and we're going to try and get works into for yeah, us. Works <laughs> the air, air quotes. Air quote, air quote works. If for you
0: were us. watching this on YouTube, which you can, yeah, you would see my air
1: quotes. You would see my air quotes.
0: But so, yeah, yeah, so
1: I have a clinical
3: have depression diagnosis? I was self diagnosis.
1: No, or were, have
0: you ever seen a shrink before?
1: This is... I mean, I guess I could just start with my whole story if you want me to start from the very beginning. But, like, I first, like, what's your... Do you have a diagnosis? Well,
0: I've never been to a psychologist.
1: Psychiatrist?
0: Or a psychiatrist.
1: Or even a therapist?
0: Or a therapist. The only Why? time I saw a therapist was when my parents got divorced when I was, like, 12 or whatever. Um I've never seen a therapist or anything like that. That's what I just said. I've never uh-huh. seen anybody about... um my head problems, but um, my sister is a psychologist mm. and um so I've talked to her about it before, and she told me that well, actually, I mean, I've investigated it on my own as well uh-huh. and um, I have figured out that I might get this wrong honestly i should I meant to look this up earlier, but there's a type of bipolar. Manic depression that cy- mm-hmm. cycles like not it cycles. It can cycle at a slower rate, where like well, basically what happens. You're not from, rapid cycling. No, 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 I'm not rapid cycling, and I'm not. I, I'm not bipolar. I, I'm more manic, depressed, depressive.
1: Well, manic depression is a symptom. Are symptoms of bipolar disorder. Okay. Well, thank it's you. It's not a separate thing. <laughs> I don't know all the terminology, but basically. But you do not have a diagnosis from a clinic, from,
0: no, you're not clinic. I looked diagnosed. it up on WebMD. Okay. And basically, Your symptoms what happens include to me what? is I have manic episodes for, it could be anywhere from a day to a month
1: and these episodes include
0: what mania not not being able to s- not not being able to stay asleep uh feeling like you have tons of energy um feeling like uh you're on drugs basically mm-hmm. like like um and getting very emotional getting very worked up very easily having a short temper Mm -hmm. um (laughs) uh you know that type of stuff mania Uh stuff and then i get depressed usually usually this happens to me once a year i get go manic once a year and then i get depressed once a year um and it's been happening for the past six seven eight years at this point and it almost happens like clockwork like i can I can feel it coming on, but it, it always happens in the same months, mm-hmm. and um, usually it lasts between two and four weeks. Um, and then in between it I feel normal, whatever I would say my normal was before okay. this started happening.
1: Hmm, okay Yeah, so my well my um I'm just depressed. Like, it's pretty much constant malaise is the only way that I can, like, really describe it. Things are difficult most days, like getting up out of bed, um, motivation, finding the motivation to start things, <laughs> finding the motivation to finish things. Motivation is a very, is a big problem. And, uh, I mean, there are a lot of, other things that go along with my depression, depending upon like what situations that I'm, that I'm in. But I guess this, I'll just like, you know, the, um like where do, where do we even begin? Like, do I take it all the way back to like where I think this all comes from? I don't know. Like I, my, my, what it, what it is, what I've noticed, I guess I'll start here in my, this new phase of like, trying to process like past traumas and kind of put together a new way of being um, minus drugs and alcohol and uh, trying to be more mindful of, you know, of my mentals, of my depression and trying to be more careful about triggers. It's kind of taken me back and um, made me analyze a lot of, you know, the rest of my life through a different lens of like this is what's was what was going on. And what I've realized is that I've been for pretty much my entire life um riddled with anxiety, uh, social anxiety and just general anxiety about everything. And also like, so that has gone on along hand in hand with my depression. It's like a very, very deep and overwhelming sense of anxiety. And I guess. I've been thinking about, like, where does that come from? You know, like, where does something like that come from? And I think that, for me, um, it started – this is all very – I'm going to try to get into some of my family history. It's very convoluted, so I'll give you, like, an abridged version. But it all started with a secret as a lot of anxieties often do. Sitting on a secret? It's sitting on a secret. It started with a secret. And what was that secret, Adam Joseph? That you were... That secret was me. I was the secret. Whoa! wow. Now we're going to get into the family history. I was the secret, girl. I was the secret. And it was very much... I Mm -hmm. um, am a bastard child. I guess that's like not PC, but I'm the product of a relationship where my, my parents were never married.
2: Mm-hmm. And your and dad was married my to dad, another person my dad, when you were born. When I was born, yes.
1: And right. both and so I had two separate families. My mother had her family on one side of town, and my father had his family on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. And uh, two Christmases, yes, up until a point. My mother, <laughs> my mother moved away when I was young, when I was like seven. But for of the up until that point. Mm. I was splitting my time between the two houses. Mm-hmm. So I would be visiting uh, my mother for a lot of the day and then going to live with this, my father's family and, like, sleeping there. That's where all my stuff was, and that's where I lived after the age of, like, three. So pretty much as far back as I can remember, I lived with my father and not with my mother. But also as far back as I can remember, it was – I was forbade from speaking – of the arrangement in public. I was not allowed Mm. to tell anyone. uh, By who? By my father. Okay. My father, from from as far back as I can remember, uh, he just told me that I could not, that this was not to be spoken of. I was supposed to pretend like his family was my family and my mother and his wife was my mother. Oh, wow. So in front of people and like for my right. teachers, for, for my teachers, Let's not talk for, about my it. teachers yeah. for my friends, I didn't really have a lot of friends. And I think that's probably why, because I wasn't able to be truthful about uh-huh. who I was or my life with anyone. So I think that's probably, uh, in, in thinking back on it, I mean, like, that's definitely where all that shit started. I was anxious all of the time because my entire life was a secret. Yeah. And you were and like, well, well what, if they find, what if they find out? Then I would be in trouble. And then
0: you be in father. trouble by your father and it, you have this internal struggle of like, you know, you, you're, you know, a kid holding something like that in, it's got to be extremely stressful just, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. For the, for, you know, and I your think family that, is
0: everything when you're little, you know. Of
1: course. And that definitely, I mean, there's a lot of other issues that came from that but I think the core issue of like my anxiety and my introversion and ultimately which my introversion led to my depression later on I think that all of that came from the secret Mm -hmm. like my whole life was a secret everything had to be a secret I couldn't tell anybody what who I actually was Mm -hmm. and this was not something that I put upon myself this was something that was put upon me and it was kept that way until I was old enough to disregard it and not mm-hmm. have fear of the consequences. Mm. But it's definitely something that I still carried with me through my adult life. I was uh, a very uh, because of that secret, I was an intro- I became very introverted because I didn't I couldn't have friends. There were other reasons. Uh, my father was old. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. pretty much older than most people's grandparents at the time. So, it was like he was completely out of touch with like child rearing and other people's styles of parenting so he he couldn't interact with other parents they were scared of him like he was just kind of a scary old man Mm -hmm. um they didn't want to so and he wouldn't allow me to be friends with someone unless he could interact with their parents Mm -hmm. but even when they tried most people didn't want to interact like i had one friend who they met but it was always really awkward because he um just disagreed with the way that everyone else raised their children, and you thought that like it just was impossible for me to have friends from for that respect, so I became very introverted and um like that stayed with me throughout my childhood and throughout like high school i managed I made a few close friends during high school, one of which oh, a few of which I still have to this day. Mm -hmm. But, um, that was, I think that's probably, that was like the base of where my baseline depression, anxiety, introversion, I think that's where it all originated.
2: Mm.
1: But I got, so when I got to, um, but I didn't know this about myself, you know, through high school and when I, but when I got to college, uh, my father was also extremely strict and like, you know, uh. Not so much physically abusive, but mentally abusive, like emotionally abusive. And so when I got to I, uh, getting out of that town, like getting to college was me getting, basically like me getting away from all of that. And it was very important to me to get away from that. But when I got away you from it- You didn't want to just hang out and stay? <laughs> it no. sounds amazing. It sounds great, right? But- so when I got when I got to college, I had I went from a very restricted environment, like mm-hmm. extreme, ex- restricted to the extreme. Mm-hmm. My father was extremely um, controlling and uh, hands on. Like I remember, he used to come he used to come spy on me in school. To make sure that I was so that I would think that he was always watching. He made sure that like he used to. I remember when I was in Girl. third grade, he used to come. There was like these. There were these windows in third grade. In third grade what are you going to be doing there were in these third windows. grade? There were the, he was nuts. There were these windows in school, in the classroom. Do you know those like, old those old wooden doors with the windows in the middle? Mm-hmm. We had those, and he would come, and I would once in a while just see his head pop up, and I'd get home, and he'd be like, "Don't do. not i am always watching." Always watching you.
0: That is creepy.
1: Yeah, super creepy. He was he was he was nuts. But that's a much longer story. Anyway, so I got to college and I went pretty much buck wild immediately. Um in every way possible. Started drinking. I mean, I had already I had done some drinking in high school, like I think most people do it. I tried drugs in high school. I think like I've been
2: drinking.
0: I've, been drinking. I've been drinking. I've
1: been drinking. Um, like most people do, but I went, you know, buck wild mm-hmm. in college. Mm-hmm. And I started doing drag and I started all that stuff that stuff started. I hadn't started no. Freshman year that wasn't drag wasn't hadn't started yet. I started that sophomore year. But I was kind of dressing up and I was going out and really partying partying really hard, pushing it to the limit, breaking all the rules. Meanwhile, I got through high school uh with a B average, but was underplaced. The reason, and so I was like, I, I got straight A pluses in English. Underplaced? I was, I was in under what? Un, in every way possible. I in was high in school? the lowest, yeah, I was in the lowest of everything that you could possibly be, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, like just below special, less, just above special ed were the placement that I was. It saved my grade point average. Oh, wow. But I didn't learn anything. Uh-huh. So I had no, I was completely unprepared for college. And I got into a program that wasn't just but an arts, but to, it wasn't. It wasn't just an arts conservatory; it was a conservatory within an actual university. Oh, you had program. To take academic classes in college. I had to in take college? actual classes. See, I didn't do that in college, <laughs> I, and I was completely and utterly unprepared. Uh-huh. Um, I, and I, I tried did not to take, know how to. I, I, tried, I didn't know. I didn't know how to write a term paper. I, had,
0: I tried to take a philosophy class in
1: college,
0: and I lasted about two weeks, and then I had to drop it because I was like,
1: "What." Is going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. I was, and it terrified me. I managed to get most of our academics were like four dancers, blah, 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 four dancers, blah, 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 four dancers. And we had them in the dance building. So that was like a conservatory. But <laughs> you had to t- pick other classes to take. Hmm. And uh, I had no idea what I was doing. I was completely overwhelmed, way out of my depth. I didn't even know how to begin to write a term paper. No Hmm. clue. So I managed to fumble through the first, but the first time, like, um, when this came around for... Plug in your phone. Oh, I guess I got to plug in my phone. I hear I have a plug. We'll try and plug in my phone. Whilst still speaking on this subject door link. um, Ah, Not long enough. (laughs) We can do it. Where was I? You're failing out of school. <laughs> I was not failing out of school. I wasn't failing out of school. Um You didn't know how to write a I paper? I didn't know how to write a paper. So I just didn't And I'd never want to experienced that kind of so That's there was why all I of this musical school. I remember not being able to handle the pressure. It got to me, it quickly spiraled out of control where I was Fell into a very deep depression. I was anxious all of the time, mm. um, and I didn't know how to handle it. I had no tools to process any of these feelings, and to add on top of that, I had this. I was petrified of failing out of school and having to go home. Mm, And so I just caught in this loop of this like uh, frozen between my anxiety and my fear and actually doing something and also not being having the skills to do what I needed to do. So So, what did
0: you do? You went to the club.
1: I went to the club. (laughs) I did go to the club and I was doing drinking a lot and I started doing hard drugs, um, which I'd never experienced before, um, including MDMA. But. All of this sort of came Which to Which is
0: great if you're having <laughs> mental issues. Yeah, know,
1: not really. really helpful. It's helpful in the short term. You feel great while you're doing <laughs> it, but then it can really <laughs> Couple kick days later. So that probably I'm so gonna much. say that probably like Black Tuesday Black Tuesday has definitely had an impact on what was to come next. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is for those who don't know, Black Tuesday is the depression that hits After Saturday After partying
1: on the weekend. After
0: doing ecstasy ecstasy on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, then you feel like you want to kill yourself on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Things I I did not know. Um, All of this came to a head uh, one night when I was attempting to finish my term paper. I spiraled completely out of control. Um, I lost touch with what was actually happening like with reality i think briefly and it's hard to describe unless you've actually experienced a spiral like this it just there's no bottom it seems like you're never going to feel any better like it's only going to get worse and because you 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 feel worse by the second and you're it was impossible it becomes impossible for you to like break out of this loop in Mm -hmm. your mind and uh so I went it's a to the, great I went feeling, to, right? it's not a good feeling, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's hard to explain if you've never experienced it, the lack of control that you feel. I felt completely out of control. I had no tools to process any of the things that I was feeling. Mm. Um, and it felt like it was never going to end. And it felt like I was only going to, and the only thing that was going to happen was, was I was going to fail out of school. and I was going to have to go home to a situation that was untenable to me at this at the time. So, um, what happened was I went to the drugstore, bought a giant box of sleeping pills, went to the liquor store next door and bought a giant jug of vodka, took the entire box of sleeping pills, and drank the entire bottle of vodka. My roommate came home uh to find me completely unconscious. um I don't really know what happened next. Uh, because I don't really have a clear recollection, but I ended up in the psych ward at St. Vincent's, <laughs> uh, and I don't know. And it was like it was as scary as you could as it, it looked like it, like a like it does in the movies, like the worst psych ward that you can think of in a movie. Dirty, dilapidated, broken chairs, broken televisions. Mm. Um, like bars on the windows, smelly. Um, Just people wander. People up, wandering right? the walls. <laughs> people wander. I have like a vague, spotty recollection of being in the emergency room, but I can't tell whether that was whether it was fantasy or reality. Mm. Like I remember thinking that my all of the girls that I hated in high school were there, pointing and laughing at me. I know that that wasn't that didn't really happen. So I was definitely not in my right mind. Mm. But I do remember them, uh, I don't think they had to pump my stomach. I remember them, I remember having to drink this, you have to drink this like chalky black stuff, this like carbon stuff to to sop up all of the stuff like in your stomach. I remember Mm -hmm. that and it was really horrible tasting. But anyway, I ended up in the psych ward for, to this day, I couldn't tell you how long because time seems like it doesn't exist there because they started me on a very high dose of Zoloft, Mm -hmm. which if anybody out there has been on Zoloft, you know it's an extremely powerful drug. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the time, it was fairly new, um, and they were just giving it to everybody. They started me on a really high dosage while I was in the hospital. And I remember feeling like I wanted to remove my skin and climb out of it, (laughs) It felt like, mm-hmm. it, it just, it was, it, it was terrible. Anyway, I ended like, you know, my depression and landed me in the psych ward uh-huh. after, you know, I don't know. I can't tell you.
0: Did your parents what come? My. Or you, did your dad come down? Uh, did they tell your parent? Did you, did your dad find out? My dad did find out. Did they call him or something? Yeah,
1: they did. Um He's, a, I he's over know, eighteen. Not I did my not, problem I anymore. Did, no, I did not want him to come. I yeah. did not want to see him. Mm-hmm. I remember my friends came to visit me, but I did not want my father there. I don't. I honestly don't remember. It's such a blur. I don't remember whether or not he actually came. I I know that he did come to New York when I got out mm-hmm. for a minute. But I don't know if he actually was – if I saw him while I was in the hospital. Anyway, I – after that, I did not – I couldn't go right back to class. It was just like my whole world had like collapsed, you know. Mm -hmm. And I decided to go live with my mother for six months. (laughs) Um, We hadn't lived – I hadn't lived with her since I was a child. We had been – in touch only we got back in touch I think as when I was a teenager so we had a little bit we had a a relationship it was new and it wasn't super evolved yet but we we did have a relationship um so I went to live with her in Florida for like six months and after that I went back to school and finished it out but I was medicated I I had to take my medication in order to finish college
0: Right How long were you on antidepressants?
1: I was on I took soloft I stayed on my meds throughout co- for, through college. So three years after that, I stayed on my meds. As soon as I graduated, I stopped taking them. <laughs> I think because at the time, it probably wasn't a great idea at the time
0: to stop taking to your stop meds?
1: as abruptly as I did. Uh-huh. but it's never a good idea to t- to stop taking that kind of medication abruptly but it was it became um the experiences that I started having became really scary I couldn't really look at myself in the mirror anymore because it looked like a stranger was um like looking out at me it's hard to describe other than that I could I didn't recognize who it was like I was observing myself but the person that was inside wasn't me. It was terrifying. Like, every time I looked in the mirror, I thought that the person looking back at me, like, from behind my eyes, wasn't the person that I was. And it was very visceral. And it happened every time that I looked at myself in the mirror. <laughs> you are so- also... Drinking, I was also drinking a lot of. I was drugs also drinking at the same and doing time. drugs, a lot of drugs at the same time. <clears throat> so I'm sure that helped. So the, yeah, that didn't. <laughs> it didn't actually. No, 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 and no. were you seeing a therapist? I had to see a therapist. Or were they just like therapist. take these drugs and get out of here? I had to see a therapist while I was in, um, only for like six months.
0: Wow, that, that seems was it. Like not enough time after that you have was a it, and I attempt. didn't.
1: Yeah, I know, right? And I didn't. I didn't see a therapist after that. Hmm. But like, that's um. You know, in a nutshell, that was um.
0: But have you ever thought about going back on antidepressants since you are still struggling with being depressed all the time? Not feeling
1: like I man- super over the years. All the time. Over the years, I've managed to keep myself. Well, here's the thing: this is all a very new. I'm at a very new place with it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I don't know. Maybe in the future, now that I don't do hard drugs and mm-hmm. I don't drink that much anymore, mm-hmm. I think it might be an uh, something that I might. Reexamine, yeah, but who knows?
0: Or maybe you know, maybe you were but just I, on at the, at a, the, the, too much or the wrong kind. There's all different kinds. There are all different kinds, you know. But I didn't like antidepressants. I was really depressed for a while, and I kept having suicidal thoughts. And this was actually the mania had come into play before, but mania is weird because I didn't even realize that I was manic. I was just like, oh, my God, I feel so good. I feel so – I feel amazing. Like, wow. Why do I feel so good? Like, you just – I mean, when you're manic, it can interpret itself as just feeling really, really good. Like, it's the best day of your life, but then it it keeps happening, and you're like, why do I have so much energy? I'm not even hungry. I don't have to – you know, I'll do anything I want, blah, blah, blah. So – I had those episodes for uh, probably a couple years where I didn't realize what was happening and I it would be for like a week or whatever and I'd just be like, oh, I just feel really good, whatever. And then, but then I would go into like depressed, de- I would get de- really depressed and then that would hit me and I obviously knew something was wrong because usually I'm pretty, you know, middle of the road. I'm not like, a, you know, downer depressing person so <laughs> like i'm i was like what's going on why do i feel like shit all the time you know and why am i so tired why do I feel like i can't get out of bed and you know i don't want to do anything and i don't want to talk to anybody mm. and you know, yeah, know so fine. so <laughs> i talked to my mom who's a doctor and um oh, yeah, my sister doctor. and they just they well, my mom was, like, like going on antidepressants because she was already been on inside My dad was on antidepressants, depressants. Um, so that was just kind of, like, normal. Um, and my brother, like, had a suicide attempt when he was just finishing high school, first year first of college? I'm not sure. But it was, like, when around the time he was 18, and he had to go into a facility for a few days and, um, you know, take away his shoelaces and all that. Um, I'm familiar, and uh, <laughs> and then, so, but I never really dealt with it until later. This was this was. I went to an, on antidepressants. I remember calling my mom and just being like, "I can't stop crying, and there's nothing that's wrong, and there's no reason that I should be crying. I just can't stop crying. I just feel terrible, and I don't know why." And so she was like, "Oh, it's time, and so uh so I went on antidepressants without seeing a psychologist or a psychiatrist uh-huh. because my mom just prescribed them for me, and um and I felt like I was on ecstasy all the time like antidepressants didn't work for me because I felt the antidepressants, and apparently you're not supposed to feel them, and you're not supposed to feel high when you're on them. And I wasn't even that on that strong of a dose, but I felt like I was constantly rolling. It b- really made I mean, it's it, it, great. It really <laughs> no, but it basically made me manic. You know, oh, it basically it like, sent me mania. into mania, which is what when I'm manic, I kind of feel like I'm on ecstasy all the time. Like I'm just like I feel great. I have so much energy. Uh, you know, but that feeling is only nice for a few hours or whatever like a day but when it becomes like three or four days and you're like god i wish i could just feel like i'm not going down the hill of a roller coaster 24 7 you know um and just feel like normal then you know it gets old um but uh yeah i was on antidepressants for i think like a year maybe Mm -hmm. and then i was like this is just too much and so then I went off of the antidepressants because because I was like i'm i'm gonna have i'm gonna feel manic and I'm gonna feel depressed, so I don't want to send it it's sending this was that was like sending me out of whack where I felt manic all the time instead of just once a year so then I decided to just give it a go with nothing and um just kind of do the things that you can fight against depression with like exercise and eating right and um exercise is a big thing getting, for me you know getting enough sunlight getting you know doing your routine or whatever um, and i think that actually my depression has gotten a lot better it hasn't hit me the, that hard in the last couple years like it was before um, and my mania is still comes and you know still can get a good two to four weeks of mania in 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 the spring and then it passes and then i'm usually good because my depression usually hits in january my mania hits in april or late march so the rest of the year i feel pretty balanced i'll have my days but i think everybody you know has good and bad days or whatever but but for me, my when I'm saying I have my days, like I can feel it, and I know I feel super depressed. I can't get out of bed, blah 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 blah. But that de- I don't usually have like the big episodes uh, more than once a year. Hmm. But this year I didn't really get go into depression, except I went maybe like three days, which was great because it's terrible.
1: Yeah, depression. I haven't had a real super serious depression here's the thing we both have lifestyles have had lifestyles that lend themselves to to white knuckling sanity do you understand what i'm saying like we don't we haven't traditionally had a ton of responsibilities i don't know how you feel about it but that's how i feel i've been able to get through is by having i think it's helped a lot that i haven't had a lot of that i've been able to ride out like if i feel like well that's what
0: a performer's life yeah. is it's always let's just get through this and then we'll deal with the, the problem tomorrow we get through this performance get through this project get through this whatever get through this night and push it all to the next to the next day because that's what our lives are it, that's when you're a per- when you're a person on stage it's all about, like, sure, I can sit at home and not shower for a week and not and not take care of myself, and I know that I just have to be ready for that one Saturday that I have that gig. That's
1: what exactly what you I'm know, saying. know, and so then get, I'll, pull together, I'll pull myself together.
0: I'll pull myself together, and then down, after there was that, I can just
1: let it all go, exactly. you
0: know. And, that's and what so I'm saying. It's like that's there's, why, a, there's yeah.
1: a lot of down – there's enough downtime so that uh, –
0: Downtime is the dangerous part well, of it. Well, there's <laughs>
1: enough time – for me, to if to ride out the episodes that I would have, and just save it all up for something that I really needed yeah, to do, like yeah. you were just saying. Right. So I think that the lifestyles that we have had have definitely lent themselves yeah. to being able to deal with mm-hmm. our our respective yeah mental struggles. Yeah, I just I only got um,
0: into like a health more so
1: than like. If we had had to get up and go to freaking work every day. Right. Maybe, yeah. If
0: I had to perform every day, you know, I probably – maybe I would be on medication because I wouldn't be able to – yeah, I wouldn't be able to just – sometimes I just have to blow off a day and just be like, I'm just not going to do anything. You know, but I mean I don't understand how people can get up, go to work, be around people five days a week and – Try, have to be happy and normal and everything like that all the time. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that would just I just don't even, I can't imagine. I can't imagine.
1: It's terrible. Um, it's horrible.
0: And um, I mean, maybe I can't imagine because I haven't had to do that for a long time. I've
1: been doing it for the past three years but, and I
0: can tell you it's not good. But, um, you know, it, I mean, I did i did work regular jobs when I was younger and stuff and um, but that, uh, but I didn't have any type of mental struggle when I was younger I didn't really I don't feel like I really started feeling depression or anxiety or mania until my late 20s um right? yeah 26, 27 I had a big 26, 27 is that all there is what am I doing with my life you know and I was depressed and it was weird because I had had a lot of – I had had a lot of things go right in my early 20s uh, and then it just started kind of like, but is that it? Like what else? is? <laughs> what am I supposed to be doing? You know, like is it going to get any better? Is it going to get worse? Like I don't know. It's weird and, you know, I didn't really – I feel like I, I just didn't know what was happening and how to control –
1: Anything and, uh, I guess yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm curious how, you know, how I guess we could sort of talk about how this is affected. Well, yes. What I want, like, what I, I want, what I want to talk about is how like, this,
0: what this has to do with being an independent artist you know because we could talk about how crazy we are all day. But,
1: <laughs> well for me like it's impact like how has it impacted my artistic endeavors. Right. And I have to say it's never positive. It's never been positive. It's never had a positive influence on anything that I've tried to do. It was my anxiety um severe anxiety uh physically manifested um is the reason that I had to stop dancing. I couldn't physically make, I couldn't make myself go to auditions. And when I did, uh, the when I did actually manage to like get myself up to go, I, I would leave before they even started. I did it probably like 10 times. I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get there, warm up. Uh, it looked like it would have, people were like assembling about to start and I just fucking book it. Um, it was, I couldn't, I felt like I was going to puke, like I was going to pass out, like I was going to die. Um, so that, you know, that was negative for sure. Yeah. I, I never, it was weird because I never
0: felt anxiety until the first year that I went to college and I was, you know, completely out of my comfort zone, didn't know anybody in a totally different city. And I was you know, so comfortable at the, at my high school because I'd been there for so many years and, you know, it was from fourth grade to 12th grade. Um, I had tons of friends. Um, and then all of a sudden I was like just this person, you know, like, and it was, I don't know. I I remember I didn't really even know what to call it at the time, but it was just this, it was anxiety and it was just feeling uncomfortable, just being, being in a room with people and just feeling nervous and, and, um, very self-conscious. I was very, very self-conscious and very shy when I was younger. And I always used, that used to be my excuse for just being kind of awkward. And, and I was like, I'm shy. I don't know. And then, then I would get on stage. They'd be like, bitch, you're not shy. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, well, when I am on stage it's different, but when I'm just interacting in real life, I am shy, but, I don't really consider myself shy anymore, but I was.
1: Um I was a very shy
0: child. I was shy. I was that's the thing it what was weird was I wasn't shy in high school, but when I went to college I became shy and then that kind of stuck with me all through college and mm. and through even like my early in New York when I moved there because I had this anxiety of like being self-conscious and not feeling comfortable in my own skin. Um, And, um, you know, I don't know if that also had to do something with me being gay and like a music school where there wasn't a lot of gay, like out kids, you know, and um, I was hanging around like straight guys and I'd never done that before. And that was kind of uncomfortable. Um, And, so, I don't know. That was that was weird for me and it was just like I just kind of had to tell myself at one po- at some point later in my 20s that was like, you know what? You're not shy. Own who you are. <laughs> just stop
1: snapped your fingers yeah. and it was all over.
0: No, it wasn't all over, <laughs> but it was conditioning myself to change, you know, and making myself change instead of I I never said it was snapping my fingers and making it you know, and ins- it wasn't an instant thing. It was a gradual process, but yeah. I had to work to become who I was in the past when I was in high school, you know, and it would be like, just be who you are, you know, and, um, you know, th- it, it it took a while, but I finally, th- you know, I'm not, I'm not a big analyzer and like pick everything apart type of person but, you know, looking back on it, I can realize that, like, you know, it took a while. And then one day I just kind of guess I fell into my own and owned who I was. And then I didn't come across as shy or use the excuse of being shy anymore. Hmm. Um. But, uh, yeah, I just uh, – but as far as, like, my mental struggle, I guess – I mean – um I don't even know. I don't I don't I don't know if it's a struggle. Well, at how do this you feel point. like it
1: affects does it, it affects your work? Well, mania Negative. affects mania, affects like my, in a positive I way though. In a super positive way, because <laughs> when
0: you're manic, you can get tons of stuff
1: done. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. I know that it isn't necessarily, but it um, sound, I would like sometimes I feel like I would give my left hit. Yeah. To experience I almost I months. almost
0: miss my, my mania when I start when, when I start coming down because then I'm like, oh, I'm tired now. I just wanna take a nap. Like I don't wanna get this done. When you're manic, you're just like you make a list and all that shit's gonna get done. Like, at least for me. I don't know how it is for everybody. Sometimes too much gets done. Sometimes you start projects that you have no business starting, you know, <laughs> and you're just like, Let's do this, let's do that, blah, 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 blah. You know and you say things that you don't mean and you're just like kind of out of control in like a you're you are acting in a way that you wouldn't normally act, which is kind of scary. But um for the most part, if you can harness it, which I feel like I've been able to do in a in in a sense of getting using it to get things done. And But at the same time, being conscious of what it is and the fact that it's happening and not letting yourself get carried away with it. Um, because I have got, let myself get carried away with it in the past when I wasn't so aware of it, um, if, of exactly what was happening, that there was a chemical imbalance in my brain. But um, it is good to get work done. And then, you know, of course, depression, <laughs> it's, it's really hard to get work done. Yeah, You don't want to do anything. but at the same time i try to stay aware of the de- the fact that i'm depressed it doesn't mean i can't do it it just means i don't feel like doing it and so i try to push through because there's nothing worse for me than at the end of the day not getting anything done and then you i just use, feel worse about myself
1: you're able to use work as a way to combat
0: well yeah i your have to because and, because if yeah. i don't then I won't make any money. And I mean it's my job, you know? Yeah, exactly. So like But I you're have able to you're do able it. to do that. Yeah. I'm able to still get things done when I'm depressed because I make myself do it. Because I'm not saying it's like in mania it's like I'm waking up and I'm like, let's do this. You know, depression is like I'm waking up and I'm like, oh my God, like okay, you have to do at least this today. You have to get at least this done. Otherwise, you know, you, you know, there's just there's no there is no otherwise. That's just you have to do this. These are the things you have to do, and I might not be happy to do them, but I'm still gonna do them. You know, so. I think
1: that it's good that you can use work in that way. I think it's you're very fortunate that you're able to use what you do as a way to get yourself out of right those things and i
0: mean my work makes me happy you know so like it's that's the type of thing like staying busy can keep my you know it doesn't keep it at bay because I, i can still be super busy and doing things and get depressed it's more of a seasonal thing for me So, but from on the day to day, it can, you know, making a new song, writing a new song. Those are the things that make me happy in life in general, you know, like I'm really like, that's one of the best feelings, performing, doing a show, having people, you know, having performing for an audience or like, these are the things that I get off on. So that's what, you know will keep me going when i don't have any gigs when i don't have any projects to work on that's when it's easy for me to fall into like i hate my life blah 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 blah, blah you know
1: i think for me well i know for me historically um it's not like a Oh, I'm on what camera. Are I'm like, <laughs> what are you acting doing? What are acting like I'm not on camera. Holy crap. No, I'm
0: saying we need to wrap it up because...
1: We can continue
0: for a moment. I'm just saying we, <laughs> we need to wrap it up, not immediately, but in the next few moments. Because we don't want these podcast listeners, we don't want to give them more than they can handle. I think that, w- I think
1: we're just fine. Well, I'm just letting you know because I'm the one looking at the clock. Okay. Um... Well, now I've forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> Thanks.
0: Well, it probably wasn't that important. No, That's what my dad always used to say. Was. It definitely
1: was. If you were talking about how you were able to use work yeah. to, to keep yourself Can uneven. you use work to keep yourself? No. Uh, it's not. Uh, no, I, I'm not able to do that. The noise is too loud. Uh, the feelings are too overwhelming they're not i'm not able to compartmentalize when they, when they happen they're so intense that i kind of just have to go with whatever they're going to take me um gen, it hasn't been too low uh i mean it's it's been low in the past couple of years i've been low but it hasn't taken me to i've never been back to the place of where like i don't want to live anymore probably shouldn't wait till you get to that Uh, well i've never been i haven't been back there um it never gets that far uh Mm -hmm. because i feel for me having the experience of going of being uh in the hospital being hospitalized for an attempted suicide having that experience and seeing the impact that it had on everyone in my life that in and of itself keeps me out of that place it reminds me whenever I it's I feel myself getting there yeah uh, just honing in on that yeah. is like a touchstone for me for sure because I experienced mm-hmm. right. the the damage that that yeah. can cause well
0: you know what I mean I think that for me thinking about other people is one defense against depression in the first place because when you're depressed, from when you're depressed when 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 people or when I'm depressed, there you go <laughs> <clears throat> thinking about it's 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 thinking about what's wrong with my life, the way that I feel, you know, and all these what I don't have, um what I want and what is not going right for me, and then putting other people that's why they say that you know if you're depressed, you go volunteer for a charity or you know get out of your head and work for uh, work for someone else instead of worrying about what you need you know what i mean i so i think that i will agree with you either. that definitely uh, that's but what you were saying reminded me of that because yeah. you're thinking about the feelings of your family and your friends um instead of and that can take you uh, that can take you out of just thinking about how you feel yeah, because that can be like a sinkhole when you're depressed. It's like, I feel like this, I feel this, I feel this. And you stop thinking about, but what about the way that I make other people feel? What, what about the good that I can give to other people and the, you know, the value that other people hold in me. So you can easily forget about all that stuff. So that's what I'm saying. Like to get out of your head and think about other people's needs and what you can do to help someone else instead of how bad you have it or whatever
1: yeah it's good it's a tool that i definitely use and it's a tool that you use as well um i think that i think this is great i really enjoy talking about this sort of stuff i have to say that i was inspired i've been inspired um i think everyone needs to talk about this shit more just like all the time. I think everybody needs to lay their shit out. Number one, because mm-hmm. coronavirus and nothing matters anymore. Well, shit? Mean, there's a, a big shit? stigma about it? There's a um, huge I think that, that there's there's too much stigma. I mean I, it's
0: become a lot
1: better in the years. It has become a lot better. Years. Do you know who I've been I found tremendously inspirational? And I've I've I think you've watched a couple of things with me is Maria Bamford. Mm-hmm. She's a comedian. If you don't know who Maria Bamford is, uh you should find out. Uh because She's amazing. She's hilarious. Number one, and specifically and especially if you have, if you struggle with your mental health, mm-hmm. um, she will make you feel wonderful. She makes me feel great. I like to watch all everything that she's ever done on repeat all the time because yeah. she has a lot of really amazing insights into yeah. this. But like what I was saying, like I really this is super therapeutic for me. I've never shared that publicly. I mean, you knew that already, but I've never shared that with i haven't shared that with like everybody my close friends know about that right but it's not something that i've shared but you know like why not it's not something that i need to be ashamed of and i think it's makes me who it makes me who i am today it's made me it made me a lot stronger that's for sure yeah um and it it impacts every aspect of i think it impacts you know the way that i view the world for sure like i've been to that dark place sure and uh and I know that it is possible for you to get out of it. So yeah. if you're struggling out there, you are not alone. You're not alone. You are not alone. And, uh, uh we are right there with you. Yeah, there's
0: something about artists where, you know, depression, mental struggles, it's very
1: common. I like to say mentals. That's what Maria Bamford says. Um, so but, I've been saying it. Mentals. My mentals. You know,
0: at this I, I and I've thought about this and I don't know if this is like coming out of left field, but there's something about. I mean, artists are here to emote feelings, you know, make people feel things, let their feelings out, express themselves. So, um, I think that artists are known to, you no, know, known to be associated with mental. Mentals, But um, <laughs> I feel like it's probably like more – everyone is dealing with that type of stuff. But the artists are the ones that are putting it out there and people become aware of it
1: because it's our job to be emotional – And be good art makes you feel right, right? And as an artist, your job is to make other people feel something. Mm -hmm. In order to make someone else feel something, you you have have to to feel feel it yourself yourself. And in especially as a performer, you have to feel things very deeply, yeah, much more deeply than in an exaggerated fashion. I mean, you have to feel things in exaggerated fashion in order to be a good performer, I think, which makes Mm -hmm. I think performers are prone to being more empathic. Um and empathy, having an overabundance of empathy opens you up to all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I think that's pro- that's what you're trying to say, right? Um yeah, I'm just saying that like everyone well, I think that
0: I know, but I think that everyone deals with these type of thoughts and struggles. Yeah, for but sure. It's more you can see it in the artists because they're putting it out there. We're putting it out there. You know, (laughs) other people are, might be feeling this, but they're not, they don't want to talk about it. A lot of people don't have a platform to talk about it or they have these regular jobs that don't allow them to stop and think and like, be, be like, okay, this is what's going on with me because every day is like, keep going. Gotta keep it up. Be happy. You know, and uh, so you know, artists are fortunate enough to have a different type of. It's schedule. A job to reflect as yeah. well. You
1: have to be yeah. very. You have to be reflective to be a good. You know, right? And performer. And we especially.
0: have we have a different. You know, it's 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 a lot about how do you feel today, how what is your you know how does because you, your mood is always going to affect your work too. So we're always thinking about like how does this make me feel or what do I want to express. You know, so it's. I think that the mental. Uh, you know sure we have hap- we have happiness we have joy, but we also have depression we also have all this other stuff and um it's just we're not hiding it you know we're we're putting it out there we for could, sure, so I think that's that's um I guess that's where they always get this the the uh, <laughs> crazy artists you know, yeah like,
1: crazy artists cry, cry hi hi, hey, hey. I think that I would like i don't know how you feel about this I think that I would like to make this like a touch in on this subject like every single time. I know for me that I need, like it's been very helpful to be accountable to something. I struggle with being proactive about my mental health. Mm-hmm. I struggle with it. I know that I need to be more proactive about doing things daily to maintain yeah, a certain level of, of, of stuff. you will be hard on yourself. Well, I just know that I need to do, I need to have... I need to be more mindful mm-hmm. and I need to practice daily. I need to find things daily that and check in with myself yeah, on how that I'm doing. And I don't do that enough. I know that I don't. Mm-hmm. So like, what do you think about making this like a checking, like a little checking in moment on every podcast, a mental check-in?
0: We could. I mean, that's kind of like what we're doing with what have you done for you lately. Well, that's more, I feel like, like that's, like, that can be part of that. I think because that's, that's like literally doing, you know. This is what I need. I need to do this
1: week, but also
0: I think that we can have.
1: I think we need to have a, a take a mental, moment, you know, for have a, a like a, a specifically check in with our mentals and mm. with everybody else's mentals. And I'd like to be able to, you know, look back on something and say, have something concrete maybe to work on. I think I know that I need to do that, and I think maybe being responsible to this podcast to helped me in other ways. So. Uh, why not do it this way too? Give myself something. I don't. I don't have anything today, but next time.
0: Well, I sent you that thing. Did you ever look at that? I did not ever look
1: at I, it. So that uh, that can be my thing for next time. <laughs> next for next time. Erica was feeling anxious.
0: Well, this is four weeks ago when we started the for quarantine. Next time. Erica was feeling anxious. I was feeling anxious. I talked to my sister, and she signed us up. She signed us both up for an online um th- basically like a therapy online and it's it sends you a thing every day of like exercises you can do to make yourself feel less anxious or less depressed it sends me something or, every day yeah if you would ever go and sign up for it
1: oh, okay well i'm it going to that has will meditation be my, that will be my it has meditation practices week. it
0: has lots of stuff and like that's why i was like um if you're having issues and you feel crazy then maybe you should do this thing that I tried to help you out with.
1: <laughs> well, part of this my struggles <laughs> uh, include extreme procrastination. Yeah. Uh that has to do a lot to do with my anxiety as well. Yeah. So, I get very anxious about trying new things. But now that I've said that, I've said as it as I like to say to, now that I've said it to all of the children. Yeah.
0: As I like um, to say,
1: I'm going to get her done. Get her done. I'm going to get her done. Yeah.
0: Are That's, you?
1: I am. No, I've just said that okay. I am. Okay. And then at the end, of, <laughs> at the end. Of, She's going to get her now, done, But folks. from now on, uh, yeah. In as a, a segment of what have you done for you lately, we can do. We could call it get her done. done. <laughs> 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 I don't know. That's tr- I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That's triggering for me. But um <laughs> we're we're going to figure out what it, something fun to call it. What okay. about like, yeah, you know, checking in? But we're going to do it. Because why why the hell not, right? Why not? I think that this is a very this subject is If you can't talk about, your, you craziness, can't talk about your craziness, how in the hell are you going to talk about talk somebody about else's, somebody craziness, else's craziness?
0: craziness? That's yeah. That's what we'll call it. Tell us who she is, Erica. Who is she? Do do you want me to tell you who I am and all that? that?
1: So who is she this week? The she to which we are referring is our sister, Sherry Vine. Yay! Miss Sherry Vine. If you don't
0: know, you should know. If you don't know. If you think you know something about drag and you don't know who Sherry Vine is, girl, you don't know nothing because Sherry Vine is legendary. legendary. She's an, she's Donk. a
1: she's an icon. She's she, a drag she icon. Is. She is. There's only a
0: few um drag queens out there that have really made a name for themselves without the tool of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes,
1: yeah, pre-Drag Race.
0: Um she there really was, is only a handful. There really, that's, I mean, we always talk about, I wish they would do a legend season with like the queens that made a name for themselves without having to be on Drag Race. And, um, you know, it's not easy. It is not easy. <laughs> but she <laughs> has been doing it for, for a long time. And she's, I, I feel like she's like doing it bigger than ever. She
1: point. is. It just keeps getting bigger. She She just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, she's always been. She she started off, you know, in in NYC. She was an NYC legend, and then she just busted out mm-hmm. um, with the with with the um, what's the chronology, girl? Give well, she started chronology.
0: she started doing Dragon ninety two. was it a Jackie sixty? Um. Well, no, she started doing Dragon
1: L A. Oh, she started doing Dragon L A. Yeah.
0: And then she moved to New York, and um, but yeah, she she used to um. We were just watching uh, a documentary called Drag Time,
1: uh-huh.
0: um, which oh, is at, which it. is on YouTube. Yeah, but they were they were talking about Bardot, and they had Joey Arias and O, But she was also a part of that. She used to perform with them at Bardot, and um, I'm not sure what year that documentary was from, but it was sometime in the mid 90s. Mid-90s. But it's actually on YouTube if you guys want to watch it. It's called Drag Time. The whole movie's on YouTube to watch, Um, but it was originally done from for HBO. Um, And that that kind of that whole documentary, even though we didn't really see Sherry in there for some reason, maybe that was when she went off to Europe. I don't know. No,
1: because that was in the thousands. Okay,
0: but um, she, yeah, she was in that kind of. Elite group of
1: nineties drag queens 90s drag
0: queens who are still included, most of them are still turning it. Yeah. And, like um, um Varlagine Jean, Varla Jean Merman.
1: Lipsinka. Lipsinka.
0: Charles Bush. Charles Bush. Joyarius, Joey Arias. Joy Arias. Shakrita. Candace Kane. Candace Kane.
1: Um they were all kind of the Flotilla, same class. Flotilla, they were kind of the same class. Yeah. And uh and Sherry has gone on to do many, many wonderful, wonderful things. Yeah. Like uh, for me, the, my first experience with Sherry, um, we did a show. I was in her show. She had just come back from. Well, when did <laughs> when did theater couture start? You have a little her little sheet there. When did she do theater couture?
0: That's not on my sheet. That's
1: not on your sheet, girl. <laughs> anyway, she um she did uh in New York. She did a troupe that was like, dra- that did uh, plays um, and it was called Theater to Couture I believe and uh, she was doing that for a while and then she went to she went to Europe um, mm-hmm. yeah, and she started doing, to Berlin. she moved to Berlin and started doing shows there um, and the show that she one of the shows that she did, while oh, she was in Berlin she brought it back When she moved back, and I did that show with her. It was called Totally Funked Up. Um, And it was me, it was uh, myself, Sherry Vine, and Peppermint Uh of Drag Race fame. Um, We were her backup gals. Um, So that was the first time that I, like, did, like, uh, we got pretty close. We hung out. Um, We did the whole show together. I felt... Deeply in love, she's a wonderful, wonderful person and an amazing performer. Um, a Kiki girl, a total Kiki. Yeah, I I started. I got to
0: know Sherry. I met her doing um, Opaline because they there was this party area one zero 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 nine. Yes, and we every spoke about it the last episode, right? I believe. Yeah, every Friday they. It was this night, and they would always have a live band and live performances um, with different... It was kind of a, just a revolving lineup of different New York City artists that would come and sing and perform with the band, and I performed with them several times. And Sherry... Was Sherry, like, always... She was, like, the hostess, or she was she just doing it every once? In? It seemed like she was always there, but um it was for Micah's night
1: whenever there was a live band sherry was there right
0: she was she was pretty much always there doing a number and um and so that's how i got to know her and um and then she was we 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 just saw her show at uh the rock here in phoenix um she did a what one had, woman show yeah. called Hollywood and Vine well,
1: what she and ultimately became very famous for our right. parodies. Right. She
0: was telling us, she was she was saying at the show that she was the first drag queen with a viral parody video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy to think about because like how many queens have followed in her footsteps? But she was the first that you know, a real viral, like we're talking millions and millions and millions of views um with her lady gaga parody of shit my pants (laughs) (laughs) bad romance shit Shit my pants pants. very uh ridiculous and hilarious which is what she's she's known for taking it over the edge (laughs) she takes it there girl um but uh yeah and she's done tons of other videos since then and um she's got quite a catalog
1: yeah um she even had a little show on Here Network called "She's Living she's for This." Living
3: for this. <laughs> yeah, it's on
1: Hulu,
0: right? It's on. I think it's still on Hulu right now. I
1: think it's on, on Hulu right now. It. Yeah, but yeah, that was a while ago too. When nobody else was getting, no other queens were getting shows like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's, she's a, a she's hustler. A tra- she's a hustler. She's a trailblazer. She is. Um, she's a legend. She is a legend. She's, she's an icon. She's, she's an icon. She
0: is. The moment <laughs> she
1: is the moment she is Miss Sherry Vine. But what was what was I gonna say? Now I've forgotten it was something. You got all this stuff. Tell the children something about girl.
0: <laughs> uh, um, well, uh, she recently moved to Los Angeles. Yes, and um, and uh, she is known for doing a lot of stuff with Jackie Beat, who's another legendary drag queen. Um and uh they do the Golden Girls live <clears throat> and which is fucking hilarious. H- hilarious. They re- they basically do Golden Girls episodes by the script reenact um and I I I've been to see them a couple times and it's amazing. Um but they're
1: going to be doing this, some of that stuff online too, right?
0: Well, they they released a they did a quarantine Golden Girls in quarantine. Um, which was
1: ha huh. original Hilarious.
0: original text that they kind of wrote in the style of Golden Girls. And Alaska's in it, and Jackie Beat is um Dorothy and um, Sherry plays Blanche Devereaux. And um, yeah, it's just it's a lot of fun. Um but but with her moving to LA, um and she moved to LA basically right after we moved to phoenix Mm -hmm. and and we met up here in phoenix we started doing we we started we met this drag queen um pandora d'estranger and she knew sherry from back in the day and um we started working with pandora doing this um show called dirty disney and um
1: I did dirty Disney parodies,
0: which is basically d- Disney songs, Disney classics from all the all of your favorite cartoon Disney cartoons, done with very filthy parodies.
1: Filthy, filthy, um, gross. And lyrics. I even <laughs> did
0: I even did drag, and uh, which is crazy for me because I'm not usually a drag performer, but I threw on some pumps and a wig, and uh, we went on a little tour. And Sherry was uh, joined the cast for that tour and came to Phoenix and we'd perform with her and then we did it in Tucson. Then we did it in LA and it was just like, it was so great because I'd never really, the only time I'd ever really worked with, with Sherry before that was at year, 15 years ago in yeah, at Opaline. Really? Um, and uh, you know, and we, but we were always friends We'd always see each other around and, but then to be able to work with her again, um, it was just, it was just great. It was like old friends coming together, and um,
1: she's the real deal. She's a pro.
0: She's a she is a pro, and, and this,
1: this is what she does. This is all she does. Yeah, this is all she's she done for a long time. She's this been is a professional she's drag queen performer.
0: For, for, she tours around the world. The first time I actually saw the crazy thing is the first time I actually ever really saw her show of like just her doing her thing for like an hour and a half was in Berlin. Mm. because i had you know i had s- performed with her in new york and but i'd never actually seen like a solo show of hers and uh she was coming to berlin and i was in berlin at the time and so i went to see her show and i was just like oh my god she's she kind of she kind of it kind of blew my mind because i was like i didn't even realize that there was like all this material that I'd never even heard of all these amazing parodies that she writes that are fucking hilarious. And, um, she is just one of those Queens that can just, just handle the, like an hour and a half and you never stop laughing and it's just her and, you know, her and a microphone just like turning it out. It's amazing. Um,
1: and uh, she's an amazing performer. So, yeah, so she's we, one of our favorite people. She really is. And so you we, need, to, if you don't know who she is, you need to go and check her out immediately. Yeah. Type her into whatever you want. Well, I'm going to give her. I'm going to give her a little plug. Yeah. What's um, the next thing that she's? She's
0: doing. doing uh, well, she was doing Hollywood and Vine touring around the country. Yeah, and it and, is a
1: fantastic show.
0: Yeah, it's a great show. But of so, course, coronavirus, after, after coronavirus, um, now she's going to be doing Digital Drag Fest, which is a. You have to get it. You have to get tickets for it, it, but you watch it online. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: um, she's going to be doing that on April twentieth coming up at nine p.m. Eastern, six p.m. Pacific. And you can get more information about that on her Instagram at Miss Sherry Vine. Work it out. Yeah, we love you, Sherry. And um, can't wait to see you again. Can't wait to perform with you again when all this bullshit is over.
1: Coronavirus. (laughs) <laughs> what
3: have you done for you lately? Ooh, yeah What have you done for you lately? Ooh, yeah uh. Uh. What have you done for you lately? Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> what have you done? We what? don't have headphones on. For you, we don't have headphones on. I wonder if it was in the same key. Do you have perfect pitch? Uh you I do don't not right? have perfect pitch. I have, I can have
0: relative, have relative pitch, pitch if I really think about it. But you know, if we're in the wrong key, you know what? You guys, you get what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: <laughs> We did not check wouldn't last it, week I che- wouldn't, last it week be, I wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't well, it be amazing if it was in the same key? If it was in the right key. That would be amazing. I'd be amazed. Hey,
0: if you guys are listening to it and it is, then you should be impressed.
1: Yeah, it's very impressive. Um What have you done? What have you done for you lately? I keep I can't figure out where I wanna look. I keep forgetting that the camera's there recording on, me. Yeah,
0: we're on video. If you're listening to this on Apple <laughs> Podcast or Spotify, you can also Get into the full visuals on YouTube on my YouTube channel at the Adam Joseph. Um but what have you done for you lately other than figure out which camera to look at? I'm just getting um, into my speaking my very, of
1: my beauty. The beauty. The beauty and grace. Um, I look kind of scary today, but
0: in a, in a sp- beautiful way. <laughs> you do. And you're purple. You yeah. match my I shirt.
1: turned I turned to purple for everyone. Um. Well, speaking of filming things, oh right, yeah, I'm and gonna, live streaming. and live streaming. We are currently putting together uh, a live stream show. We're that joining we're do.
0: the Instagram Live uh, Revolution. Revolution. Uh, Vive la révolution! <laughs> we're starting. We're starting a night, which is funny because when we moved to Phoenix, we had plans to tried to start a night in Phoenix. Uh-huh. And um
1: And it seemed we were cl- I feel like we were getting closer. We were working on it. We were working on it. But
0: um we couldn't really find the right spot to, to make do what something we really happen. wanted to
1: do.
0: Yeah. Because we wanted a place where people could dance and we could do drag shows and I could DJ.
1: The scene here isn't and, really like a so much of a step touching scene. Yeah.
0: And the places <laughs> that do have dance floors and dancing are we're not really going to play the type of music that we wanted to play it was just i don't know but anyway now Anywho, we're starting our own night
1: online online and it's the gonna venue be called,
0: is our house it
1: is it is and what is it it's going to be called it's going to be called the, the living room, room honey. <laughs> because it's going to be taking place in, in our living room, room. So you've Um, gotten all the bits and baubles that you think that you need in order for us to be able to use microphones and you DJ at the same time, correct?
0: Well, I've ordered them. Hopefully they'll be showing up by the time that we are going to broadcast. Yeah,
1: we're planning to do it on Friday. We're planning
0: to do it this coming Friday. It
1: might not end up happening until Um, the next because we might not get all of the bits and baubles that we need.
0: It is April 14th today, so whatever this Friday is, that's when we're going to do it. Um, and it's the 17th, we're going to do it. Yeah. If you're listening to this, it's the 17th. We're planning on doing it at 8
1: p.m. Well, Johnny's and Reddy Red are doing their thing at seven though. Okay. So we're going to start ours at eight.
0: We're going to start ours at eight Pacific. Oh God. I hate doing these time zones in my head. Eight Pacific. Three hours later which is in New York. N- 11 p.m. in New York and mm-hmm. at Eastern Standard Time. 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. 8 p.m. Pacific. Right. Um, on my YouTube, um, my Instagram
1: uh, at Instagram Adam Life.
0: Joseph Music. Um, so, I'm no, gonna it's going
1: to be on. We're doing using my phone. Remember?
0: Well, we're going to use uh, who? Well, whose account it on are we going? Well it doesn't matter who's what phone you're on. you can sign into whatever account you want to does it? Yeah, oh, you, know you can things. sign. You can <laughs> sign out of your Instagram and sign into someone else's Instagram <laughs> on my phone. It is possible. Yes, your really? phone is not solely dedicated to, to one Instagram, Instagram account. Seriously? You can have multiple Instagram accounts and go between them if you want. Oh, I don't
1: know. The, uh, that's news to me. Just girl. like on, just like
0: on Twitter, when I <laughs> when I signed you up for the turning I'm purple. I'm doing Twitter. good.
1: I'm doing good. Everyone, yeah. I'm doing but, great. But we're gonna
0: use my phone. No, you can. We're we're gonna use. We're gonna use my Instagram channel. Okay. Um, to to do it. And maybe next time we'll do it on your channel. It doesn't really matter. Um, But we just uh, wanted to do something, you know, because we're so, used to getting out and performing and we're not getting the chance to do that. No. And we might not be getting the chance to do that for a good long while, so...
1: And we're only going to play the stuff... That we're going to play our music and music that we really, really love. Yeah. So...
0: Erica's going to be turning drag uh, lip sync numbers. numbers. I'm going to be DJing and singing over my DJ sets. Um, and uh,
1: we might do a couple songs to, or a song together or something.
0: Sure. Um, or something. And so or something. we're getting all the stuff together <laughs> for that. I had to order about Bits 35 and different converters to figure out how to plug something into a phone and get audio in the room and be able to hook up microphones and yeah, and all that stuff. So. Uh, hopefully it'll cr- work out. I think you
1: cracked the code.
0: I hope. I hope I did. We haven't gotten it all set up yet. Time will tell. Time will. Tell. Um, but uh, yeah, the living room coming soon. Um, the living room giving you something to do on Friday nights soon. because you ain't going nowhere. That's for damn sure.
1: No, no one's going anywhere. Hope but I'm looking anywhere. forward to that. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I think it will be. Um,
0: and and uh, I could
1: use a good step touch, even if it's just in my living room. I need well, a little bit of an exorcism. Going a little nuts.
0: Wherever you go, there <laughs> you are. Even if you don't go
1: anywhere. Even if you don't go anywhere. You're
0: not going anywhere. So
1: keep an eye out for that. That'll be super fun. And so, I'm...
0: so that's what we're, we're kind of th- doing that for ourselves and for you. Yeah. We're, what have you done for you and what have you done for others? All in one.
1: All in one. We're doing it for us and for y- and for y'all. What have you done for the we?
0: What have we done for y'all lately? That that, that. Um, and we and we figured out how to film this podcast, which was
1: you know it was a little bit of a drama. We we had to move. Adam Joseph was very stressed out.
0: Well, we we had to move (laughs) the equipment. So I started in the kitchen. We're going to do it in the kitchen. (laughs) Loud neighbors went into your room. We're going to do it in your room. Not enough room. Not
1: enough room. Not back bad into light. The,
0: No. Then we went. We're going to do it on the couch <laughs> in the living room. But then we forgot that we couldn't do it in there because of the noise. Because of the noise. That's why we and moved the pan, in the first place. And I didn't place. want to put pants on. Oh yeah. And I didn't want to said, put I'm not, on. I'm not putting a skirt on for this. No. Um. Did I shave my legs for this? No, no I did I not. Did not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now we ended up where we normally record it and where I'm most comfortable in my bed. Yes. So. I like to sit on my bed as we record this podcast because I can't, I'm so gay that I can't sit like a normal person.
1: I have to sit in a chair for long periods of time. I don't don't get comfy. I'm going to lay. I don't. I'm just going to lounge. You should lounge, lounge, but you got to look that way or else it's not going to look like you're looking at me. I'm going to (laughs) lounge this way. I'm going to, I'm going to lounge this way. Okay. Oh, there uh, you go. Oh, hey, now girl. we're. Oh my
0: God! Hi, oh my God, God,
2: hi. hi.
0: so <laughs> weird. <finally, laughs> we finally got it together. <laughs> oh my God! Hi. Oh, hey, what's yeah, up? Uh, we're looking right
1: at each other. Yeah, and this is entertaining to us. I wonder if people are going to be like, "This people is are so like, busted." They're, they're not even going to watch for this long. <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> and so anyway, so but, okay. okay. So I'm she, also working on what's she doing? She has finally conceptualized all the looks. For her video, and she started all the looks. So I guess if you said all total, I probably have finished. I've gotten like a third done. That's a, that's a very generous ep- estimate. Let's just say this: I'm not haven't finished anything, but they're all conceptualized and they're all started. Hey, at least they're they're all you're on the right track. Because that's the hardest part for me. Because I'm not, I don't have like a. Tr- Design, traditional design background I can't draw mm-hmm. I need to have all the materials in front of me And I need to manipulate them On myself Maybe you should act, over like, and over maybe you again. Should act like you're on Drag Race And be like,
0: you have three hours To complete this look That's, that you think that terrible. would help? I uh, know, it wouldn't I didn't say it was going to sound like a great thing But you <laughs> might get it done really fast
1: uh, No, i probably just like get Really frustrated and stop altogether Um just being real so we're not going to try that but i have started them all (laughs) i have started them all and i know what i'm doing which is really which is huge for me once i know because sometimes i'll start something without knowing what i'm doing because it usually takes me a while to know to get like specifically know what i'm doing Mm -hmm. um but now i know exactly what i want to do and i can just move to um you know to make it happen
3: Make it happen. And I've also ordered a
1: gimbal so that we can shoot the videos.
3: Come on, gimbal.
1: Because I have a fancy phone for some reason. I don't because it's the only one they had at the store uh when I lost my old phone. Mm-hmm. It's the only one they had to replace it and I needed one immediately. So it's fancy. She got she fancy ma. She got fancy a nice ma. camera. She could do HD, and she got good. 250 gigs yeah. of storage. I out. still
0: have an iPhone 6, so my
1: camera is not so good. But So we're going sh- sh- to this, sh- shove this thing in a gimbal. Uh, I'm going to shove myself in some outfits, and we're going to go make some Put on some, some magic. lipstick and pull, and pull my, yourself together. Put on some lipstick and pull myself together. And get those, and get those videos,
0: videos out, for, out. The, for the kids. For the children. Got to feed the children, honey.
1: Um, what
0: about you? Well, speaking of music videos, I'm also... Uh well I already have all this footage mm-hmm. and uh from I shot this video in Poland um for the for the song Daddy that I have already released and uh we have I had a lyric video made for it, mm-hmm. but I have a music video that I shot for it, but
3: was I'm
0: so happy with the edit that I got back from the director. Mm. So I said, send me the footage and I'm gonna see what I can do because... I've seen some of it looks pretty
1: cute. Yeah, there's, play, that's why I you mean, if, make something if there, was, if nothing, you really if there was
0: nothing cute, I would just be like, okay, whatever. I don't, I don't even care. It's there, we're not having a video. But I feel like there is potential for some good stuff to come out of this. But I just need to, as I said in the past episodes, I'm a control freak and it needs to be done the way I want it to be done. So mm-hmm. it's really hard to explain. So you gotta do it. You know, it's uh, trying to explain what you want in a music video
1: especially to someone who's not, not even on the same continent as
0: yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, we can't even be in the same room, so it's really not easy. <laughs> um and um so I'm going to give it a whirl, you know. I mean, I've edited some of my own music videos before. I edited by Felicia um and uh, Size Queen. And Size Queen. So, it's not my first time at the rodeo. Um size queen. So, I'll I I finally got uh the 70 gigs of <laughs> video footage together on one computer mm-hmm. and now i'm just have to dive into editing i feel like that's the easy part of figuring out how to get 70 gigs of free space on my computer was the hard part but i did it congratulations i, I erased all your old songs erica sorry
1: oh no JK, i
0: didn't um no it's just like jk lol jk lol (laughs) yeah um so yeah i gotta i gotta edit this video that's what i've done for myself i've got to um take things into my own hands and
1: make it happen right Mm -hmm. i have not been as active on the interweb as i was no but i've I've been posting mm, it's hard i gotta get into just posting things just cause. For the it's fun. very difficult. I, I don't find it fun is the thing. I find <laughs> it very tedious and stressful. Um, so I don't know what it, what it's going to take for me to get into really just like posting things. For, I'm, I've am i done a couple things on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I've found... No, but see, that's not even my own. That's just retweeting something that somebody else has done. I don't know what it's going to take, Adam Joseph, but I'm going to work. I'm going to try and find something I'm gonna try and find the inspiration to like actually just post something just because that doesn't have to that I'm not like promoting something or I find um, it very difficult just to like you like you put up things that are just like little pictures of something doing something or yeah like a little picture of me I, and, sometimes or, like, I just have thoughts of and I'm like else. you know what
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet that sometimes I've like, never I been just, able you, I can't you know, bring myself to do it you're letting people into your personality and just showing the type of person that you are. Oh gosh, it's
1: just it's the it feels like a lot of pressure. Well, but I guess maybe I'll give myself the task this week of doing of constructing at least a couple things on each platform just for the sheer whatever of Just for it. the joy. Just for the spreading. I don't I mean it's not going to be
0: Eric Couture around
1: the interwebs. I, I mean, it's not going to be joyful. I can tell you that right now. It's going to be very difficult for me, and it's going to require a lot of effort. But I'm going to do it because that's what we're doing here, everyone. Pushing ourselves. That's right. We're pushing ourselves. Got to do it. Don't don't touch oh, I'm me. I'm pushing you through You're the zoom. You're pushing me through the zoom. But how did your hand get on the other side? See, you think we're social distancing. <laughs> but we're actually <laughs> in the same room <laughs> because it's,
0: we're quarantining together so it's okay.
1: We're quarantining together. We've been quarantining. Era quarantinta and Josephine, Josephine quarantinta. quarantinta.
0: Yes. That's right. <laughs> um so yeah, that's what we've done for that's what we've what, done for, for us, us. What lately. you've done for you lately and well, what we had done for us. We had already we had we already, had had done, already done, had We had already had done, 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 done something for uses and uses. Yes. Exactly. I couldn't so the
1: wheezes, for sheezes, <laughs> my Oh You yes? can say that. Sneezes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't say that.
1: I'm uh, losing. I'm losing it a little bit. I'm gonna. I'm going let you in. Spiraling. I'm spiraling a little. It's not. It's not a spiral. It's just like the, the connection slash and or filter between like my brain and my mouth is getting like less and less and less.
0: Hashtag no filter. The there filter
1: is getting less, but also the connection between the two is getting less. <laughs> is the line secure? It is not fucking secure at all. Not secure. Not <laughs> secure. Uh, but I don't feel. Uh, I don't feel like. I don't feel like I'm gonna spiral for real, which is good, right? <laughs>
0: that is good. I am, that's good. I'm glad you're not gonna spiral. I out get of a
1: little snippy sometimes, but I... then you do too. So. I, I certainly do.
0: I never said I was a nice person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Oh, did you hear that? Hesitance, listeners. <laughs> what was that about? I was being sarcastic. You're um nice. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, what well, should we close the show with? Maybe I haven't played my new single yet. Which one, Daddy? Daddy. Yeah, you should so totally. You, play you guys Daddy. can listen to that <clears throat> and um, await the music video that, and get in touch may with us. Or May
1: not be finished. <laughs> get in touch with us. Follow us. Follow us. Adam, telephone.
0: Tell a friend at Adam Joseph Music on Instagram and Twitter.
1: At Erica Tour on Instagram and Twitter.
0: E R I C K A T O U R E and Turning Purple underscore on Twitter. Please let us know your questions, comments, queries, and concerns. Queries.
1: You love to say qu-
3: What questions. did you
0: call me?
1: <laughs> questions and queries. They're the same thing. I don't know where I, I got that <laughs> from, somebody used to say that.
0: <laughs> All right. Enjoy my new single, Adam Joseph. And get in touch with us. Daddy.
1: We need the affirmation. Yeah.
0: Let us know what you guys think. <laughs> I know you're listening. I see this I see I see the analytics.
1: So now you we need, need to know. Get in touch. We're hungry bitches. We need to know what you're thinking. I'm very it's it's keeping me up at night. Yeah. Tag
0: <laughs> uh, write Erica Tor on Twitter and give her a reason to get up on there and say yeah, something. Yeah, do something. Yeah, do it. Help do her it. through help this. Help me temp. help me out. It's tough. tough. I'm having
1: a tough time with this. So you gotta help me.
0: All right. Enjoy, and until next time, we shall be <gasps>
1: turning, turning
2: purple. purple.